0: Hi, Michael. So nice to meet you. You're one of my favorite actors. I can't believe we've never met or I've never spoke to you before. This is crazy. Oh, thank
1: thank you so much. It's nice to meet you, Roman.
0: Yeah, so this is an interesting character. Um, tell me how you developed his look because I know that's really important to you to sort of go from, like, you know, the whole thing, immerse yourself.
1: Yeah, I um – um. It's not the most important thing but it's it's a, it's very, I mean there are everything's important. Uh but yeah, you can you can um definitely you can uh, 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 the, the character's look his um his walk, his movements, things like these can can really help you pinpoint what that character is going to be. So what was uh, your, yeah, what was your input? So what well, do you want to know? Yeah, um, I want to uh, know. Um <laughs> I went to a lot of pawn shops um, and like goodwill uh, places and uh, I went with um, um, the wardrobe people and we just we just picked out um, things I'm not even sure if there's a shot of it in the film but we um, his tattoos were those were a lot of conversations mm-hmm and there's one tattoo he had on his back, which was um, a beautiful um, drawing, pencil drawing of, a, of the skeleton of a bat. And that actually was drawn by Drie J- 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 Hemingway's um, sister. Ah. She had shown me some of uh, her sister's artwork, and it was, it was so great that, um, that I asked if we could use it for some of the tattoos. And did it make it into
0: the film, or you don't think it made it
1: into the film? You know, I I don't, like, sit home and watch my films. Because it doesn't ring uh, a bell. I I usually, I I can't remember if, I I think that it was a very big piece um, on his back, and I think that, I can't remember if we got it in the film uh, or not. Um, But it was, was, uh, you know, that's one thing. One thing that was really important was to me and to the and to like uh, the director was that uh, if he's going to have tattoos, as they mean something. That they, you know, it's not just you know very often in you know an actor w- wants to look like a tough guy and they just throw tattoos all over him and they don't have any meaning or they have meaning that people are unaware of. <laughs>
0: kind of a crazy question, but I do know of an actor who did the same thing. She designed her tattoo, and then after the film,
1: she actually got it. Is that something that you would do? Oh, no. I mean, I I think I got my first tattoo when I was 14 years old, and and I learned very quickly that I probably should not mark up my body. I'm I'm just, I'm too, you know, I don't have a vision (laughs) Uh, when it comes to and I think it's very important if you're going to tattoo yourself that you have a, a vision about it. I, I do remember that one of the... I made a movie called Last Days, and um, I was very isolated, you know, on purpose for that character. And um, I did remember going to work, and I guess the crew and some of the actors all went out at, at night. Um and I think they had a few drinks, and uh they all got last day's tattoos um on their on their bodies and i was I was upset that i that I missed that, but maybe I dodged a bullet there. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Now, that character, now, since you brought it up, he was very much inspired by Kurt Cobain, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Were you familiar that his guitar broke records? It just went under the hammer?
1: I just I, I just saw Six Million, right? Yeah. Is that- it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very important guitar, and it's, it's also a modified guitar. You know, Kurt was a, a lefty, and then... Yeah, the, that, uh, that's a very important guitar.
0: Is that something that you would have, if you knew, did you know about it? Would you have bid on something like that? Would you have wanted
1: something like, of his? I have, um, you know, just things that Courtney had uh, given me and also Gus. Um, but I would never sell them or, or uh, and I, I, obviously I'm not a, um, I mean, I could bid on, I guess I could. I wouldn't have the money to bid, you know, um, on anything. The person who bought the guitar, I mean, he's going to display it in museums, I think, or at least he said that. And a lot of the proceeds are going to go to um, uh, uh, musicians, you know, like uh, um, music schools and stuff like that. That's what I, that's what I heard, so... Um, yeah, I don't have money like that. I mean, I you know. <laughs> well, listen, you know, if, probably the last thing I would do is buy a guitar. You know. Well, if Courtney gave me something of
0: Kurtz, I think I would I would keep that very close to my heart. Can you reveal what it was?
1: Um, I'd rather not. Um, but it's you know it's it's um. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. There's. I, I, I think some things are sacred. I will tell you a funny story about Joaquin Phoenix, if, you, if you're interested. Since we're talking about guitars, I think is a really funny story. Okay. That um, I, um he, we were making a film together, and he was the lead of the film. I had a very small part. There was a lot of time on my hands. And so at one point I had, I don't know, he was working, and I didn't have a guitar. Um and uh, I wanted to play his guitar until, like, I I grabbed his guitar, started playing it, and he came back and he like almost yelled at me. Um, and I was like, oh well, I I mean I'm sorry, dude. You know, like I, like, you know, I didn't I didn't, sorry. And he's like, come here, I want to show you something. And so he opens up inside the guitar case. He opens up this piece of paper, and he unfolds his paper, and inside the paper are like kind of like powder and i'm like what what is that and he goes um that's johnny cash it was it was some of his remains wow and i think i think it was um i think it was uh and it might have been one of uh cash's guitars i'm not sure which would which i'd probably yell at anyone if, if you know, <laughs> um if they uh touched it but but uh yeah, I think uh, the estate or the family had, had given that a sort of like a, uh inspiration of, of playing John Cash. What was uh, the film that you worked in? Oh, my him? God, it's a horrible film. Don't ever see it. <laughs> no, no, that, that, like, no, that's not true. Basically, there are amazing actors in it. Everyone is great but me. Um, <laughs> I, uh... Uh, it was, a uh, what was the film called? It was called uh, The Village.
0: Oh, my God, I saw that movie. I did. Now I'm going to have to re-watch it to see you. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a great story. Um, well, I know that you're a musician. I know you have a band. You have a band called Pagoda, right? Are you still, is that still a working band, or do you still do that? Um,
1: well, I mean, i am I record mostly now alone. Um, I'll, but I, I will always play. Hello, I'm here. Okay, cool. I'll always, uh, you know, that's always my band. I'll always play with those guys. It's just very difficult. People, you know, the, it's it's very difficult to keep a band together, especially, you know, I, um, you know, my day job is pretty. Uh, you know it, it doesn't make scheduling with things with three other uh, musicians very easy I would like to gig with them but it's it, it is hard the music industry has really been um, it's in the shitter really it's really really hard to be a musician and also um, everything that surrounds them I mean managers and um, tour managers and I mean everything you know it's it's we've already entered the realm of it's not even stealing to them you know they just think it should be free and if they pay anyone it's a middleman they don't pay the musician so it's hard to be a musician it really is well good thing you have acting to fall back on
0: (laughs) you know this movie it's interesting because there was a scene in the movie and it's so eerie you're in a drive-in movie theater and now that's the only way we're getting to see movies.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's something that I hope is not lost. But I think I think absolutely, you know, within the mainstream, the people's home theater, people just want to stay home. So I still love the cinema, but I yeah, it's becoming more and more like a boutique thing, like a like what vinyl is or something.
0: How uh, how can we see this film? Like, what's the best way to see it? Like where? It's,
1: uh, I think there's some kind of website. It's just like rip, uh, rip films for free. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was a joke. Oh my God! No one. No, I haven't been able to make anyone laugh. Um, that was a that was a big joke. Uh, are you talking about Run with the Hunted? How do you see y- that? Yeah.
0: Were you being? Were you making a joke? Rip films? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it was, jo- it, was a, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was like. Basically, what happened to the to, to the music industry? You know, I mean, everything just became free and um,
0: ah, gotcha. Rough. I'm a I'm a little I'm a you blonde. I'm a, I, I get things a little too late.
1: <laughs> <But> yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm a blonde too. Maybe that's the problem. It's two blondes and like two blondes in the room, and they both don't get each other's <laughs> jokes.
0: It's like two blondes walking into know, a room.
1: I that. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, now, let's talk about Ron Perlman. I love Charlie Hunnam, but, Michael, you could have played that role in Sons of Anarchy in a heartbeat. Did you ever uh, go out for that? I'm
1: curious. To be perfectly honest, I, didn't, I haven't seen it. But um, Ron Perlman's been around forever. Uh, I think my favorite film that he did is uh, City of the Lost Children. Yeah. You know, I kind of grew up, I grew up, I had some a lot of family in Jersey who were bikers and, um, um, like my aunt Patty, for instance, you know, she would, she, she was very into riding bikes and so, um, I was kind of curly and, um, she always, uh, said, you know, you can ride with me, but you got to ride, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was a tough lady, um. But yeah, I I chose to um, read plays instead of ride motorcycles. But I w- but actually now I would I would uh, love to to get a motorcycle. Yeah,
0: absolutely. There's there's so much myth around you though. Like like it, I don't believe half of the things that I read about you. I think a lot of it has
1: been made up. You're the only you're the first person who's ever said that. Because it's obvious it, it, the, the secrets out now <laughs> but people but people just believe anything they read on the internet I mean I I don't I don't fight it because um, I don't know I mean I just I, I was I I was taught to focus on the work and um, things that I was not you know publicity and uh, you know those things I, I know that they have you know, they have a time and a place for, for them, but, like, uh, as far as designing my career based on what people say, or it, it has definitely taken its toll a little bit because especially now people just read whatever's on the Internet. I mean, they look up something on Wikipedia like like it's true. There's There's, there's plenty of things on Wikipedia about me that are just... Not true. And I kind of laugh at it. But I probably shouldn't because people really go there for, like, they're getting information.
0: For instance, there was a whole story about how you got discovered um, that you thought you were going to get arrested. And I thought, that's just a load of oh crap.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> well, it was like, that's not even good. <laughs> that's not even a good fake story. <laughs> yeah, it's not even good. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely... I don't know. I mean, at at some point, I think, um, you know, I I also write and stuff. At some point, I'll release something, you know, I think that would um, clear a lot of things up. But, like, I I don't really – I've never – you know, I've had the luxury, if you ask me, to not get involved with the social media uh, stuff, and – and I've never really had a presence online, that coupled with I don't have a publicist, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, there's pretty much everything you read is, they're misinformed. So are you writing, a, um, like,
0: your autobiography, your memoirs? Yes.
1: I've been collecting writings of that throughout the years, but um, right now I'm focusing a lot on um, writing screenplays and, um, you know, it's it's a little tricky because uh, an actor. I I think in a lot of ways, um, there's a difference between an actor and a, and a personality. You know, an actor. For for me to to be an actor the way that I was trained and taught to be an actor is is not necessarily for people to care about. Where I'm going, or what shoes I'm wearing, or like—I mean—that just has nothing to do with with my work. I, I just never conduct myself in that in that way. I actually don't know how to do it.
0: You, when you read the script for Run with the Hunted, did you feel like there was it was a morality tale in a way? You know, in in sort of like the universe had that it touch you because it's like one thing to like say the words, but then like when it comes out, there's definitely themes behind it.
1: I tried to just not have him. You know, one of, one of the things that I loved the most about working on this film was working with the boys, mm. and in that, that just personally and professionally was just great. He was like a Fagin in a way, you know, from uh, Oliver. Yeah, the way that I played him was that uh, within his world, what he was trying to do was um, to pass. Something on to all the boys, Uh, you know. That's the only kind of, I guess, morality I tried to bring to him. I, I think it would have been a mistake to just play him as just, just this, this character who had um, this experience and now has become um, this hardened criminal. I, I, you know, that. That wouldn't ring true to me, and and also, I, it's less interesting to play. I think this is going to be my last question. You're going to be 40 this year, right? You know, people have to stop reminding me my age. I keep trying to forget. No, uh, I think you look great. Is it this? 40 is 40's the best no, age ever. No, it's not really about that. I'm, no, I know, I, mean, I know. Thanks. It's the
0: best age.
1: It really is. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's good to hear. <laughs> But no comment. Good to hear. What's what's? Well, you... What do you want me to comment on? I mean, I I mean, i I think it's a lot easier for men to be forty than women, and uh, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. Um, to be honest, yeah. I don't know. What am I? What what hole am I digging right now? <laughs> <laughs> To be continued. It was really sweet talking uh, to you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Take good care, and I hope to, I hope to meet you in person someday. That'd be great.
1: Me too. Always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. A- always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. <laughs> to you. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've
0: gotten lucky?" Lucky.